Welcome, everybody, to Uncle to Uncle, the first podcast to take place live from a king-size bed on the Brett Michaels Rock of Love tour bus. I'm your main host, Franklin. You can call me Island Franklin because I'm just like a fresh tropical breeze on those airways. You listen to us in the morning, and I'm joined by the coolest uncle of my whole tropical paradise, Uncle Howard. Well, Franklin, you know that I'm on this tropical paradise because I stay grinding 24-7. Y'all can start calling me CEO Uncle Howard because I got the millionaire mindset from start to finish. You know my new catchphrase, sleep optional, earnings optimal. Now, with that in mind, you know, we love business on the podcast, don't we? Oh, we love business. We're all about makes dollars and more importantly what makes sense yep that's right if it ain't making dollars then it don't make sense to me the only business i don't deal with around here is funny business (laughs) well that's a problem because this is supposed to be a comedy podcast with that in mind though the last few weeks they were great some of the best episodes we've ever made in our life right but i'm worried i'm worried we're gonna run out of steam and i thought how are we gonna turn it up how are we gonna make you know how are we gonna make this jingle jangle all the way to the bank. Well, you were, you were worried about all the steam, you know, because we record a, in a sauna also as well on the Rock of Love bus, uh, you know, in a, in a pair of towels at times, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. We always want to uh, open our pores when we record the podcast. <laughs> that's uh, right. Yeah, then we go out in the snow. We roll around in the snow. Um <laughs> But you know, and that's that's because we we make that big money. We make these big dollars. You know, we're hustlers. We're uh, we got we're on the grind twenty four seven. You know, we're posing for pictures with shoe boxes full of hundos on top of a <laughs> Maserati. And uh, there's only one guy who I think could keep up with us. And from our last stretch of great episodes, to guarantee this episode's at least decent. So I'd like to bring in our, our pretty wealthy man himself. He's one half of the Virtual Pros podcast. It's uh, probably the, the better half, if, if we're all being honest. No, we're not. We're just having a good time. Come on now. But I'd like to bring him in. His name is Rich Mike. What's up? <laughs> What's up? You know, us three together here is a lot like uh, the Beastie Boys or Kai and Tai. It's a, it's a real... <laughs> Trio, fantastico. That's right. Kai and Tai without men's Teo. <laughs> a joke the worst for no one. <laughs> joke, I think the worst one. Yeah. He didn't do shit. He acted like Ric Flair. <laughs> Terry boy. Come on. Hollywood blonde hair. Speaking yeah. of these Hollywood blondes while I'm talking about it, well, there's this Hollywood blonde himbo running around Cleveland, Ohio, running his mouth like he owns the town and goes by the name of Keller. Well, listen here, Keller. Oh man, it's, it's you know what? It's beginning to it's beginning to dawn on me. I actually am going to have to fight this guy at some point, and I don't have the heart for this anymore. Uh, Keller, I, I, just just forget about it, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to prove anything. I think what's been said yeah. is said. We've done, but we're lucky to have Rich Mike with us. Yeah, Mike, what do you think about the drama between Uncle Howard and uh, 
Alex Worldwide Color. I don't know. I'm going to be on uh, the Rival podcast in a few days, so uh, I like it. I think it, I think it's healthy. So I think I think it should continue. I don't think uh, Uncle Howard stands a chance, but you know, hey, there's there's like Rudy Rudy Rudiger. He was a big underdog. He got to play, so maybe. Hey, uh, he's a big gambler now too. <laughs> so it's a, it's kind of a, a now people don't know this, but he becomes a success later on after the movie. <laughs> You know, so yeah, there you go. Really into gambling. So maybe uh, Howard will get the shit kicked out of him, and then maybe after that he'll become successful. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, it's uh, funny because you talk about that. I'm, you know, I'm on that new hustler mentality, the millionaire <laughs> mindset. And one of the things they always talk about is it's not about how many times you get knocked down; it's how many times you get back up. It's true. <laughs> Good, good. Well, you're gonna get knocked down a lot uh, in that one. So let's. <laughs> uh, so let's go into a little. Bit. We've been talking about this uh, millionaire mindset. Um, I mean, we're not so much a, a Jay Leno in the news podcast, uh, Mike. Even though you have to understand that kind of is our idol, uh, Jay Leno. He, uh, you know, the man's so good he had to be brought back. You understand? Like yep. how beautiful, like Magic Johnson in '98. You know, you have to be brought back. <laughs> and so I'm sure you've kept up with the stock stuff. Uh, I know we spoke a little bit off air. Uh, Uncle Howard, uh, were you enticed at all to buy GameStop or AMC? Um, a little bit I was, but then I thought I'd have to look up my bank account number and stuff. And I hate doing that so much. It's so many numbers. There's only one number that I'm interested in. Millions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair most, enough. Yeah, most people who uh can't be bothered looking up their bank account are de- is definitely interested in having millions of dollars. <laughs> I don't have to look up my bank account cuz I always just got, you know, yep. just hundos mm-hmm. rolling around. Yep. <laughs> Do you, are you under the impression that uh the bank actually keeps your money like in terms of like they have a spe- specific individualized <laughs> box with your name on it with all your $100 bills? No, I think they there there's a spreadsheet that all the banks have so that they just know some of those $100 bills are for me. <laughs> okay. Every morning all the banks email each other and they say, you know, updated list of Howard's hundos <laughs> and then they go, okay. <laughs> so we can give him this many today. And you know, that number always changes because of the volatility of the stock market. Right, right. So so this has been a big thing, I guess. I mean, I don't know who are fucking keeping up to date with this. Uh, but, you know, some Reddit guys, I mean, this is the best I can tell you here. Some Reddit guys thought, uh, let's buy AMC and GameStop. And uh, GameStop, I guess, made money and AMC uh, did not. But they want you to hold. I don't I don't quite understand this thing. But uh, I have to confess, I bought stocks like a fucking idiot. And uh, even if it was successful, even if I made some money... Like I wouldn't be proud of this. This is, <laughs> is this kind of whack. I don't know. I'm I'm embarrassed. This is the first stock I've ever bought in my life. <laughs> it should have been the World Wrestling Federation. That should have been the first stock I ever buy. Uh, and I'm just ashamed of myself. Yeah, you know? it's it was a bunch of dirty business, is what it was. And the only kind of business that I don't like, besides also not liking funny business, is dirty business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm uh, I'm. This was this was like my new hobby once the pandemic kicked in was uh starting to to do stocks. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. like I don't, you know, I'm not I'm not mature about it. I don't think <laughs> it's just like gambling to me. So, mm-hmm. uh so I was just into it because I was like, oh, this is like 
a thing that other people <laughs> could be into too instead of just my weird stocks. So I was into it that way and I knew it was going to lose money. But that's not the point of it. The point of it is to rebel against the man. And that's why people sure. do it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, you probably shouldn't have put any amount of money in the, that you you weren't willing to lose, basically. And I didn't, but I'm still not happy about <clears throat> what happened. I'm still, what, what bothers me the most is I was influenced by a, you know, a lot of people on the internet. And specifically, I got my news up to date. By a lot of different people with an icon of a of a of a blonde uh, cartoon, maybe I don't see it was like a boss baby, but he had sunglasses. <laughs> he held diamonds in his hand, and I'm taking advice from these morons, and I and I'm just so ashamed of myself that I, I sold today at, at probably its lowest, and I'm just like I can't have any more affiliation with this. I don't want Robin Hood on my phone, <laughs> not, not out of in- integrity reasons. I don't give a shit. Uh, the stock market's just dumb gambling. I don't care about this. Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm not happy about any of this. I'm not happy that I have to learn lessons at this age. And yeah, I'm, I'm ashamed, you guys. I am just like, I'm ashamed. What can I tell you? Well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be too ashamed because, um, well, let's get right into it. We have a tradition on the King Size Bed. We watch a movie every single night. And I just like to bring in the movie that I'm picking for the night. It's ripped from the headlines. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> because that company is a big thief, isn't it, everybody? It's true. It's true. Well, yeah. A friend yeah. of ours said so, Ted Cruz. <laughs> did, did he? Did he call it Pr- Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? <laughs> I don't think so. He yeah, said, I, I don't got my jokes. <laughs> he said, I agree with you, AOC. It's yeah. just like, fuck off. Yeah, AOC is in the headlines a lot these days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good for her. <laughs> Stay relevant, yep, AOC. That's how you do it. Hang in there. You got to so, add that content. You got to post that quality content, AOC. Yeah, you know, she's she's on that hustler mindset, you know? <laughs> She's, she's on that grind 24-7. She says, you know, I used to think it was cool to stay up till 4 a.m. partying. Now I realize it's cooler to wake up at 4 a.m. making business deals. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. I'm glad. So Robin of Prince of Thieves, which, what year was this? Yeah. Oh, I don't know, like 91 or so. Um, right? Yeah. Anybody sure. have any particular uh, remembrances? It's your movie, motherfucker. Well... I just want to say my main thing about Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves is I remember when it came out. Yeah. In 1991, um, there was an issue of Nintendo power and it detailed the upcoming Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves video game. And it looked so cool because you could be Robin and shoot arrows, or you could be, you know, Friar Tuck and hit people with a stick or, you know, whatever, all that stuff. And then that game never came out. <laughs> oh wow! This is a good movie. It's got Kevin Costner, who's one of our uh, one of our indeterminate whites. And it's what you mean? Yeah, Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton, <laughs> Dax Shepard. Man, who all these? All these. This is this is a you know this podcast. It ain't for babies, and it ain't for white guys. <laughs> It ain't for people who can tell white guys apart. So yeah, the first podcast ever, not for white guys. No, just kidding. We'd lose all of our listeners. Um, so where this movie is really good, Kevin Costner is in it, and he just talks like an American guy. Um, and then everyone else kind of does a little bit of an accent, I guess. Uh, Morgan Freeman's in there, and uh, what else could you say? Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. 
You know, Christian I, I, Slater, man. Doesn't he play Slater Robin Hood's man. son? He plays like Robin Hood Jr. in it. <laughs> Wait, who is that? Christian Slater. He plays Robin Hood Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Will Scarlet. Yeah. He's, he's, this he's, is your movie. Like, you should know this. <laughs> well, I I wasn't going to pick it initially, and then you were talking about Robin Hood, and I thought, what a, what a tie-in to pick this movie. <laughs> sure. It's got uh, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantillon. Oh, no. Everyone's favorite actress. That's true. There's a lot of great actors in here, man. I mean, Brian Blessed, you know, he always plays a big fat king. Was uh, stuff. Chevy Chase in this? Yeah. Sean Cuttery. No. Yeah, Chevy Chase. Dave Chappelle was in the the, the uh, Leslie Nielsen uh, spoof <laughs> of this, though. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah. That's a fantastic movie. I didn't was like Gary that. Busey in this? No, no, he was at the uh, premiere. So that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the premiere photos. Richard Grieco went to the premiere. Was he was Grieco in this? He no. was not. Oh, this is, this is Alan good Rickman. No, I know Rickman's uh, in this. Some people like Spider Man, some people like Iron Man, but me, I love Rickman. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, when I was lit, I was little, I just uh, I wasn't actually that little when this came out, but when I was younger. Well, when I was little, I liked Robin Hood. I thought Robin Hood was like a cool story. Uh, but yeah, I just couldn't buy it with, with Kevin Costner because Kevin Costner looks like a nerd. And I never envisioned uh, Robin Hood to look like a nerd. So, Wait a minute. He's, the video came out. I just never got it. <laughs> you better write that wrong, man. You better write that wrong. Video games, but, you know. <laughs> There were so many video games that I was so excited for as a kid, and I'd like read about it in magazines and be like, "I can't believe this is coming out!" Oh boy, I can't wait to get it. And then either it came out, and my parents would just said, "You know, no, I'm not going to buy that for you," or else it just, you know, never came to just a normal person's store. We used to buy all my video games at like Sears. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a, that's funny. That's like a funny '90s thing that would happen. Like you just buy your games, like they'd have like three games on sale, basically. Yep. <laughs> it was just like, well. I, the only video games that are available to me are the ones at this small retail store yep. in a mall. You know? you, what was really strange back then and what was so normal back then is you could rent videos at the grocery store back then. And that that's like super strange <laughs> that, to think about what now. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I don't recall yeah. that shit. Yeah. You could rent movies almost anywhere for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first at the grocery store. You could get them at the pizza place, yeah. which was the best combo. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just everywhere. It was just renting videos. And they had, I feel like, compared to what they would have now, Everywhere had the craziest selection of movies that, you know. Yeah, I, I, the, I, I remember. Like I remember. Ghoulies is in my head forever from just a grocery store or something. Yeah, I, I remember renting Clerks for the first time from a Pathmark grocery store. And, and that wasn't like Clerks was a big thing when it came out either. So they were, uh, that, that grocery store was pretty hip, actually. Yeah, they were pretty hip with it then if they had that. <laughs> uh, I was going to pile on the Kevin Costner comment from earlier. Yeah, mm-hmm. never has a guy been not cool but pretty much coast on life on just this guy is just like pretending to be cool yeah you, you know what though he was in two days to die with amber heard oh yeah was he the love interest uh he was the one who was gonna die oh okay fair enough amber heard we love we love her don't we innocent mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely uh m- 
Rich Mike, you don't know this, but if you ever mention Johnny Depp on your timeline, you're going to have people coming in with just <laughs> just the ultimate vigor. Like, just weird. Going real hard for Johnny Depp. These are like, it's not seven. him vanity searching. I mean, it's, it's he has people vanity searching for him. Yeah. It's insane. It's like, it's like it, same with Alex Hammerstone, but Hammerstone will be himself. So <laughs> I got her, I got sort of harassed by forgotten 90s actor Frank Whaley. And uh, it's because I called him a forgotten <laughs> 90s actor and he took umbrage with that. And it's like, dude, no one knows who you are anymore. But all his fans were like, I love him. He's the greatest. He's a writer. He's a director. He's an actor. No one knows this stuff anymore. Do you guys even know who Frank <laughs> Whaley is? I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> Well, his his biggest role. No, that, I'm gonna look him up right now. His biggest Frank role, that, yeah. Like the thing that people remember him from is he was the guy in Pulp Fiction when Samuel Jackson says, "Look at the big brains on Brad. He's Brad." <laughs> okay, <laughs> but he was in a he was in a bunch of other like critically acclaimed '90s movies, but they were just like kind of mm-hmm. under under the radar. So he, he no. wasn't the lead. So Frank Whaley really gave you shit. Yeah, and it was like within a couple hours. So like this dude's really searching for uh for mentions of him and it's like and it, it, oh it wasn't God. and it wasn't even like he replied to my tweet, he quote replied it so his fans could be like, Oh, look at that guy trying to go at Frank Whaley. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, man. He's fucking That is yeah. Grow a sack, man. Just uh let it go. <laughs> Or just don't search if you can. And I, the other thing was, I didn't it. even say it in like a vindictive way. I just said it as he was a forgotten guy, uh, and maybe in an alternate timeline, he would have been the Leo DiCaprio, and Leo DiCaprio would have been him because they kind of had the that's, same trajectory. And uh, that's yeah. not even insulting. No, that's yeah. a compliment. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, he just yeah. what a kind of a jerk. I'm well, looking at Twitter right now. He's he's yeah. Well, I'm looking at his uh, his film, and he was in the World Trade Center movie. Playing a character named Chuck, the one the the one that Franklin talked about last week with the the tightrope. No, no, this is the one with Nick Cage uh, and Michael Pena. Oh, oh yeah, he was in that. Yeah, yeah. Always been Mike Towers. <laughs> That's what he said. I know. This is not a joke. That's what he said. Like, Fr- Frank yeah. Whaley was in an episode of the Jack Ryan TV show. He was in a movie called Swimming with Sharks that I liked a lot. Like, it's one of my favorite movies. So it's not even like I hate wow. the guy. Yeah. I mean, he's a working guy. He doesn't have a career to be ashamed of at all. He's yeah. making stuff all the time. What a jerk. You know what? Frank Whaley, enemy of the show, right there. <laughs> well, no, I, I think we could probably get him on the show. So let's not. Let's not. Uh... Let's get him on the show and let's let's take him down. We'll get Mike on. He'll ambush yeah. him. I'll be like, hey, remember me? <laughs> Remember this? Yeah. <laughs> What's up? You were a, a star a while ago. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, for vanity reasons, everybody, and nobody cares. Uh, night promoting has more followers than them. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, my he, movie. He was on an episode of NCIS. <laughs> okay, Jesus. Enough of your old timey bullshit shows. You have the worst taste. <laughs> my God. Watch Better Call Saul. Watch something acclaimed. Oh, watch Oz for, for all I care. I don't watch it, but at least it's acclaim. You don't watch anything with any acclaim. No, you know why? Because the critics acclaim it. Oh, they make me sick. <laughs> you know, oh, oh, we love Breaking Bad. We love the the Walking Dead. Oh yeah, well, I love something else called Bones. Deschanel <laughs> and David Boreanaz. What's your little movie, Franklin? Impress you. me. Blow my mind. 
Oh, wow. Just like that, huh? Well, my movie stars a guy who is box office. Uh, you know, we, we all love the stars with the three names, right? We like John Claude Van Damme, right? Mm. We like, uh, we like Paul Thomas Anderson movies. We know who yeah. that is. That's Paul Thomas Walker. That's <laughs> yes, That's a guy with three first names. Uh, and we also love Eric Per Sullivan. Yes, the Eric Per Sullivan. You might be asking Eric Per Sullivan, who's that? I'm just some dum dum. Well, <laughs> try uh, Dewey from Malcolm in the Middle, and also try. Uh, his his name in uh, Christmas with the Cranks, which is my movie starring <laughs> Tim Allen. And they are just done with Christmas. Tim Allen is done with it. Uh, and then uh, there's really no... Dan Aykroyd harasses him in this movie quite a bit. I'm sorry, <sighs> his name is Spike. Uh, Eric Persullivan's name in this movie is Spike. So he transitions from uh, Dewey to Spike, uh, which has to be tough for an actor like that. Now that's a glow up. To have to t- overcome first the role of Dewey and now a, a complete 180 or 360 in the term of playing Spike, a completely different character in every sense of the word. Uh, so you want to hear some box office that uh, Jake Busey's in this? Okay. Uh, Cheech Marin. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 And, and I already said Dan Aykroyd and Jamie Lee Curtis. So, I mean, <laughs> they're... Uh, this is a box office movie. That's a um, multinational cast. It is. It is. It is. Um, so there's a big thing in the movie where uh, Tim Allen refuses to bring out his snowman Frosty because he refuses to partake in Christmas. Uh, you guys think this is like commentary on the liberals? <laughs> yeah, it's got, got to be because liberals hate Christmas. Is this is this uh, Mike? What do you think? sure sure yeah great. i don't know i don't it's tim allen you guys <laughs> this is not me saying it's commentary on on liberals what do i fucking care but it's tim allen and i feel like this is his like shot at saying you know well if it were up to them they would cancel it and go to the bahamas you know uh <laughs> he doesn't play a liberal character necessarily but uh he just wants to go to the bahamas and they're uh these people are ostracized for, from their community if anything, it's actually more just intolerance from, you know, white Christian people than anything else. Uh, so there's a scene where they go to a tanning salon, and that is very funny because you get to see Tim Allen in a Speedo. Are you wowed yet, Uncle Howard? <laughs> well, are you not entertained? Now, <clears throat> I feel as though I heard – can I get into this about uh, Eric Persullivan? <laughs> Eric Persullivan. Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to say that I looked to see if he has a, a Twitter account, and there is an Eric Persullivan account, but they say that it's a fan account, and the only uh, thing that it has tweeted at all was on 2014 from a, a account named a, at and you've gone to, and then they tweeted far. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Okay. So this was a somebody made an Eric Persullivan fan page yes. uh, on Twitter, and all they did in the entire existence of it was they retweeted something that said, <laughs> at, "And you've gone too far." <laughs> Maybe this is somebody's like last day on Earth, or like their last. You know, <laughs> it would be. There's got to be tweets that happen 
moments before somebody died, right? Yeah. Oh, wait. Actually, there are some other uh, tweets from uh, Eric Russell. And there was just an ad before the last one. And I thought <laughs> they wouldn't put an ad immediately after the first uh, tweet. But for this account, I guess it's so money. You know, why wouldn't you? Uh, they tweeted Malcolm in the Middle or Breaking Bad? Question mark. Something a lot of people have been debating, you know, mm-hmm. if you can only pick one. Um, tough one. They retweeted something from somebody named Nor'easter that says, my Snapchats are so beautiful. LOL, JK. Whoa, don't be so down on yourself, Nor'easter. Anyway. Rich Mike, have you seen uh, Christmas with the Cranks? Never seen Christmas with the Cranks. I've seen a lot of movies, but I've never seen uh, Christmas with the Cranks. I like how you clearly you've seen a lot of movies. Yes. I don't, Otherwise, I, you'd be criticized. I've, I've been on, you know, this is for new listeners. I've been on the show a couple, couple times. So I'm, I'm a movie buff. I know a lot about movies, but Christmas with the Cranks is not one of them. You watched well, The Feast of the Five Fishes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that big hit. <laughs> God. Good God. I mean, what's your favorite Eric Sullivan movie then, uh, Rich Mike? Man, I was just watching... I was just watching. <laughs> what? I didn't. I did not expect that. <laughs> You're like, let me see. Let me open my Eric Persullivan XLS file. No, <laughs> I was. I was watching something, and I thought it was him the whole time, and it wasn't. But <laughs> it was because it was like it looked exactly like him, but it was a movie from like like 1982. But he still looked like Dewey, and it's just like I, I don't. <laughs> well, I think, I think he still looks like Dewey now. So yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, he could. Yeah, he could be like a Benjamin Button type. I don't know, but. His last role was in 2010. Hmm. Okay. He's taking a break. (laughs) Yeah. He's going to come back in a big way. (laughs) They usually. Unfaithful. And in the Unfaithful premiere, he's standing in front of like the most provocative posters. uh, (laughs) Just like, you know, just two people just like boning. And there's little Eric for Sullivan in front of the fucking, you know. The uh, the affair movie essentially with Diane Lane and Richard Gere, uh, <laughs> just like fucking, and just he's just standing in front of a large step and repeat of that. <laughs> I found it amusing. <laughs> big Eric Persullivan discussion today, guys. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. I think Johnny Yuma might like it. He's a big Eric Persullivan guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Rich Mike. Mike? Yep, you okay. got? I got a movie. Um, I, like I said, it was a movie buff. I'm, I, so I don't know if this is even out yet. I think it came out, but I know I know a few people, so I get to see things early sometimes. So what? Kinda, well, you know, like who works at Redbox? Yeah, I, I know a few people who work at the Redbox, so you know, I get the movies a little earlier than some other people. Ooh, uh, this is a somewhat controversial movie. It was made by um, or pr- distributed or whatever by uh, Ben Shapiro's. Uh, movie studio or whatever the fuck you call it. And uh, Ben Shapiro is some guy that's, he's a Twitter troll. And uh, I think he hates the liberals. Speaking of liberals and, and movies with liberal messages, uh, this is a movie called Run, Hide, Fight, which is either out right now or going to be out very soon. And uh, it's it's a controversial movie starring Thomas Jane, the Punisher. And uh, not many other people. Treat Williams. You might remember a guy named Treat Williams. He's he's in this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The substitute. Yeah, the substitute. <laughs> uh, star. Um, but this movie. <laughs> this movie is uh you know it's gaining some controversy. Like you know a few weeks ago when the news was slow for a minute uh, because it's a it's a movie that portrays a school shooting and it's made by a conservative or backed by a conservative at least. I don't know who, who actually made this, but. 
so, you know, it had a little controversy, and uh, so I had to watch it. It's nearly two hours. You would expect a movie about a school shooting would be, I don't know, about under an hour. Like, but it's not. It's 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 two hours, and I would say it's less of a school shooting movie, and it's more of die like just die hard in a school, and uh, instead of ter- <laughs> instead of terrorists, there is basically like drama geeks and like kids that were bullied, like liberal kids that you know <laughs> they were bullied, so they need to lash out. So the liberals are definitely the enemy in this movie. That's uh, what the. F- <laughs> so it's an action movie based around a school shooting. Yeah. And uh, the 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 hero is uh Thomas Jane's daughter. Thomas Jane plays like an ex military vet uh, that's like a hunter and a sniper. And uh, so he, he's is his daughter portraying Gun Girl. Sorry to interrupt. Is, is she? I mean, she's Gun blonde. Girl, she's blonde, so maybe. Uh, but yeah, he's she shit herself. She does not. Sh- uh, you know, okay, maybe, so maybe she might shit herself. Actually, I, no, I don't think okay. she does. Um, but no. So he's taught her a particular set of skills. Of course. And she's already, she's at this point in the movie, she's already survived, survived one school shooting. So this is not even like Die Hard. It's like Die Hard 2 or even Die Hard 3. <laughs> but but of school saw Die Hard 1 in this case. We don't have to see the <laughs> reference point. Okay. Her backstory is she's been through one school shooting already. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, and it's the slowest school shooting ever. Like these kids are just hanging out, shooting people every once in a while. Uh, no one's stopping it. It's the largest school. Um, I guess on Earth, I don't know. I'm from the Northeast, so everything's kind of compact up there. But maybe there's these gigantic schools in the Midwest and the West Coast that I don't know about. Uh, and it's uh, it's honestly, it's pretty entertaining. It's very bad. Um, it, the ending is amazing because it's, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's definitely like this would not happen in a movie that weren't made by like crazy <laughs> whack job gun people. Like this is a very pro gun movie. And that's uh, kind of weird for teens, you know, like you don't want to. Be like, oh, this this teen hero <laughs> with her guns shooting people. Like it's just insane. Um, thoroughly entertaining, despite being almost two hours, which is a ridiculous runtime for such That's a shit time. movie. But it's funny because I can see how they would make that a pro gun movie, but at the same time, the fact that one single girl has been in two school shootings <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to me is an unsustainable uh, situation. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and she has a, she has a ghost mom too that gives her guidance too that throughout the whole movie. Oh, was her mom killed also in a mass shooting? <laughs> no, her mom died of cancer, which is uh Oh yeah. Maybe commentary well, on the healthcare system, I don't know. You can't shoot your way out of cancer, unfortunately. <laughs> you, can't. you can't. Yeah. That's that's, that's, yeah, that's, insane, that's the one bad guy that can't be. <laughs> no, no, even Star Wars. Oh, actually in, 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 in like it's a group of school shooters like I said they all once you find out their backstory, like they're like bullied liberal type kids, and two of them are even gay, I think. So they just they just really hammer that home that yeah. that it's actually oh, well, the theater dorks that are the real enemy. <laughs> well, okay, that's, that's is, almost always the case. I mean, you look at almost every mass shooting, and you find it was done by a a liberal nerd. <laughs> well, I, I, I hate to agree with Ben here, but you don't think it's a little empowering here, you know, to have you know a you know a, a gay villain. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I guess you're right. That's very I'm only Josh. I don't even want to pretend to agree with that Shapiro at any point. I apologize. I apologize. I mean, it is empowering to say, hey, I didn't just survive one school shooting. <laughs> I survived two. And I'm still here. Yep. Second amendment. <laughs> yeah. I survived two school shootings because there's two amendments that I care about. <laughs> What's the second one? The first one, freedom of oh, speech. Wow. Oh, okay. Are you liberal? <laughs> I Triggered much? 
<laughs> you you think this being a woman, she'd care more about uh, the right to vote? Twenty uh, <laughs> second. Sure. Yeah. Well, guess what? She's not just any woman. She's a trad wife. <laughs> okay. But they're like they're like the women who want to go back to before oh, right. times. They yeah. Say, you know, Men know best. We that's love edgy. babies. That's <laughs> oh, one no. of the weirdest. No, that's what they do, man. There's there's a whole segment of women like that. They're called trad wives, traditional wives, because they just want to be a wife in the traditional sense. Now no, I don't I don't want that shit. Well, I want you don't I want, want a wife who works, and I, I don't want to work anymore. Oh, I see. <laughs> I'm, done. Now, I'm hanging. I'm hanging my hat. I've paid my dues already. I'm done. Well, that's because you don't have that hustler mindset. A guy like no, Mike. Mike, yeah. if you met a girl and she was awesome and then she said, you know, she was like, Mike, everything's great. I just want you to like, you know, stack that paper, which you're doing already. <laughs> and I'm just going to, you know, iron your pants all day and make sure the newspaper's ready. <laughs> would you say, would you say, no, I don't, I don't agree. I don't think that's what, you know, women have to do. Or would you say, I respect your autonomy to that, be a uh, trad that's, wife. That's definitely <laughs> the first amendment. I would I would say probably that first part. I don't think I would use the trad wife, but you know, I think I think once you, you give it a name, then it's like they're just cosplaying. So you have to you have to just well well hold on a second, Uncle Howard. Ready yeah. his newspaper. What could a fucking Wall Street Journal open a tab for him? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I she'll say I know all. Of, <laughs> I have all of your apps open. <laughs> Got all your apps open. Up. Man, how sad is that? Modern society nowadays, you come home instead of your wife having your pipe ready for you with the newspaper, she's just got an iPad with a vape. Yep, yep. <laughs> Fair enough, there, Uncle Howard. Uh, so let's uh, let's instead move of putting on, on here. slippers, you have to put on cyber slippers. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's there was a, a tragedy recently. Uh, a Dustin Diamond uh, passed away. Uh, perhaps a broken heart who's really to say uh so what do you guys uh think you know here like uh how does this uh i mean i can't i'm not asking you guys oh does this death hit you hard or any any shit like that you know but uh any uh you know to sound like a wrestling shoot interview uh and any fond memories of working with Scree church mike okay yeah i do have a couple uh oh okay <laughs> yeah um as as it's known let's dude was pretty much a dirtbag for his whole life um now, now hold on Pick <laughs> camp he was a pretty he was a, he was all right guy there he motivated them okay that's true yeah you're right so he's he's a dirtbag most of the time to the point when he died i was watching cnn and they like eulogized him and it was just all the awful shit he did and then they were just like he will be missed and it's like you just <laughs> listed like 10 awful things he did in a row <laughs> but anyways i don't care about that uh personally I, you know, this was years ago when he first started doing stand up comedy. I saw his stand up comedy and it was awful and super edgelord stuff. And he was making rape jokes and one of my friends heckled him and he tried to turn it around on us and be like, you know, you're, you're the square, like, you just stuff like that. And it's like, dude, fucking grow up, man. I mean, at the time I was probably like 23 and I was still like, dude, grow up. Like, right. <laughs> you're telling rape jokes. What the fuck? Um, and, but I think he redeemed himself. I don't know if you guys ever saw it. But there was a Saved by the Bell type of like Lifetime movie, a Bravo. I don't know what it was on, but it was like a Saved oh, by the I Bell. Oh, I saw that movie from his point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, the Zach character goes timeout and he goes, 
you said your part. Now it's my turn. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, he told I saw that lifetime movie. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, he yeah. was uh he was the only consultant out of all of them on it. So it's basically all from his perspective. And I don't know if you remember, but there's a scene in that where he beats up like four dudes because he's a secret badass martial artist. <laughs> and it's just like, holy shit, dude, this is insane. Because you know, you that's not really true. <laughs> he's not really he's not really he wasn't like a 13-year-old black belt. Like that's not real. So and he was younger than the rest of the cast yeah, on top yeah. of everything else. But he protected them from, from bullies because <laughs> he was screech. Uh, so he redeemed himself in my eyes. And then shortly later, he he died. But that he got to do that. that. And 50 years from now, people will be like, I wonder what Saved by the Bell was like. And they'll, look, they'll find that movie and they'll be like, huh, the screech character was actually a martial <laughs> arts badass. That is crazy. <laughs> I reckon Meyer had some, had some, uh, during, you know, Dustin's, uh, his dark path, uh, you know, which is which is a long time, I suppose. But uh, Brecken Myers, like during uh, the the peak of Franklin and Bash, <laughs> Brecken Meyer, I was interviewed with Mark Paul, and he said, and he told Mark, like, "Hey, listen, you, you don't have to be nice. This guy fucking sucks." <laughs> and I was just like, "Damn, dude, Breck is going hard at you." But but look, 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 I I, I and I'm being serious here. Uh, in, in terms of what he you know what he did in that role in that show is is icon work. Okay, mm-hmm. that's True. that's that's some icon stuff. I mean, he became a, a you know a real dork later on. Sure, uh, kind of a on a celebrity fit club. He did an impression of of the brat, which went about as well as you could <laughs> fucking imagine. Uh, not good, not good. Uh, no blackface, but uh, <laughs> you know it's it was still just terrible. You know, uh, so no, just. But, but, you know, we have to say this guy was an icon on TV. He was, uh, you know, he was Screech. He did a good job. And uh, I, I, Uncle Howard normally does the poems, but this time, Uncle Howard, uh, your little unk filled in for you. I appreciate right? it. You know, I'm taking the week off because this one hit me too much. <laughs> this one hit you real hard. Him and, yeah. him and Dustin were very close. Yeah. Well, because, you know, he said, I like your style. You've got a uh, curly hair and you, uh, like to stab people too. That's right, <laughs> Dustin. Uh, all right, so let me start us off. And I just wrote this recently. When you think of impeccable morals, you think of one of our listeners teach. But today I'm serenading a legend by the name of Screech. He wowed us at the max during the sock hop. Unfortunately, his time on earth has come to a stop. Him and Lisa taught us to sprain, and now all we're left with is severe pain. He was in TNA and won his, and won his boxing match with a bam. So why won't he get his post-mortem ham? <laughs> That's it. That's all I had, you guys. You guys were rushing me to start the show. God forbid I put in a little more into this. I think you did a great job. I don't think you have anything to be apologizing for. I think I, I want to include Casey Kasem in the sock hop or the, the dance-a-thon. <laughs> oh, okay. Hang on. I'll think of something real quick. Lisa sprained uh, her ankle. Yeah. Um, something like, and though I, other people might like to debase him, he sure did manage to impress Casey Kasem. 
That's pretty good. <laughs> God damn it. That's why I asked you to do it earlier. <laughs> I don't remember that show as well as you do. That's you. I never liked the live action stuff so much, brother. It's ironic. You don't like anything good. You don't like anything good. <laughs> Yeah. You like the new yeah. class. I liked, uh, you know, when I was a kid and that was on the air, I wanted to watch, you know, Wacky Races or the Wacky Races Olympics. Man, I, I, like, I liked all the, the B-level Saved by the Bell ripoffs. I like those the most. Like City Guys. The California Dreamin'. California Dreamin'. City Guys. My friend does a podcast for the city. Like a dude who fucking was in City Guys. Uh, which one? Uh, I, I don't remember. The, the blonde-haired kid. But I mean, okay, all right, right. Yeah. He used to do an Austin Powers impression. <laughs> I, I don't remember that much, but you're probably <laughs> on the right. Show. Yeah, you're probably on the right. show. He did because because the city guys, uh, they were uh, you know their enemies at first. The city guys, the C I T Y. You can't see why city guys. So they they had like a radio show in school. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they're they're the OG podca- podcasters, Uncle Howard. It's true. Whoa, that's cool. Actually, Christian <laughs> Slater that's, that's, that's from Pump Up right the there. Volume is the OG podcaster. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah, because yeah. that's Christian Slater, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he's appeared on the show before. <laughs> yeah. In some form or another. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to grab a beer. You want to start getting those questions, Uncle Howard? Oh, you're just going to go take <laughs> I'm going to grab a beer. Easy, yeah. huh? Okay. Mike, I apologize for the way that this guy <laughs> behaves. He always just, you know, he comes and goes. Yep. He's like, uh, what What can I say? He's like, uh, is that a culture club song, maybe? Is that coming and going? Close, All yeah. right, let's see. Here's a question. This is from John. You know John, right, Mike? Yeah, I know John. Yeah, everyone knows John. He, I don't know what he's talking about here. He says, hi, Uncle Howard. Could you expand a little bit on the Superman theory for me? I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Superman theory? Yeah. What's John talking about here? John, John's on the ball most of the time. Well, what's, what's, he, you know, he, he doesn't might, like WandaVision, though. Yeah. You know, he might be on the ball, but he's off the hooch, if that's the way he's talking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's his question. What? What is the Superman theory? Yeah, John, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Man. Oh, it's thing you brought up, by the way. Well, it, it might be, but guess what? I need a reminder because I, you know what? When you're on that grind twenty four seven, sometimes you don't even know where all your money be at. It's true. Okay, well, it's true. Fair, fair. I got you know between Venmo, PayPal, Patreon, all these things. Man, who can keep up? All right, <clears throat> here's a question from a. Oh, Franklin, do you want to get this next one? Uh, sure, sure. Uh, this one's from Teach here. Uh, Teach is asking us, "Hey, virtual pros, do you ever intend on having wrestling legend? I'm ad libbing here. Jumping <laughs> Jim Grabowski on your show? Uh, I mean, if he wants to be on the show, I, we don't really do guests, so it'll be it'll be no, tough. No, no. So uh, I think jumping Jim would be great. Uh, we can put you in touch with him if need yeah. be. Maybe we'll get Jumpin' Jim on sometime. Maybe. It'd be controversial, though. Are you ready for that kind of heat? You, you didn't <laughs> seem to even be ready for a low-level actor. Uh, I mean, no. I'm, I, I, I've i been canceled a couple times from Virtual Pros. Too. <laughs> you have been canceled a couple times. <laughs> yeah, so it's okay. I'll, I'll get canceled again for Jumpin' Jim. He's a legend. <laughs> what I found amusing about everything that happened with you is that it definitely came from wrestling perverts who were mad that they were called perverts and just say, no, no, no. It's about something else. Oh, no, no. Not because he called us perverts. We don't care about that. He's being disrespectful to a commentator. It's not because he called us 
perverts. What? What? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was definitely upset people who got who were mad at being called perverts. Like, yeah, yeah okay. pretty much. <laughs> that's, that's my thought. I don't know. Uh, and the next question comes from uh, Boomhauer. Uh, yep. Yeah, the very same. <laughs> and he's saying, dang, oh, which old dang guy all, all from Arlen make the best wrestler, man? Talking about dang old Hulk Hogan of Arlen, man. Dang old Bobby Hill. I don't know any wrestlers from Arlen. Do you guys know any? <laughs> no. Is wrestlers Arlen from- where the King of the Hill gang is from? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's where they're from, yeah. Isn't that made up in a made-up place? Oh, I thought... Oh, then, then God damn it, he got us. Then. Yeah. <laughs> Bill's pre- Bill looks like that uh, that presidential candidate who was kind of buff. The Democrat guy was bald as hell. He was like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> well, he was running for president for a minute. He was kind of buff. So I'd say that guy looks like Bill. Fair Someone enough, knows man. what I'm talking about. What's that have to do with wrestling? <laughs> what are you talking like about? Burger Burger. There was some presidential candidate. He was a Democrat and he was bald as hell. He looked just like Bill from King of the Hill. And he was like kind of swole. He was made from like Colorado or, you know. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, from what election, Uncle Howard? The last one went before they decided it was going to be Biden or, you know. No wonder ones. you don't know about Superman. You're, you're fucking, you're going senile, I think. <laughs> Oh my Christ! I'm gonna have to find bald Democrat president. But what's that guy have to do? Was he a wrestler? He's gonna get Bernie Sanders. No, he was. He had red hair. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. we all remember the candidate with the red hair, (laughs) John Delaney. (laughs) I googled bald Democrat presidential candidate, and I found John Delaney. That's him. I guess looks like Bill. Sure, it kind of does. <laughs> exactly like him. You got us. You Bro. got us. Yeah, you got his buff. He looks like Bill. He looks like a buff dude. He's like Mr. Clean, but he looks like Bill. He, well, Mr. Clean is a buff. <laughs> He's the buff. <laughs> He's, yeah. Come on, let everyone be nice to me. <laughs> okay. You want to get the next one, Uncle Howard? Sure, I guess. Ugh. All right, this is a question from Farm Club. says, uh, who did the best wrestling promo ever? And then they say, why was it Dusty Rhodes' hard time shoot? That, I don't think that was a shoot. That was just a just a promo. That was a good one. But the best promo ever, ever was probably when Vince McMahon said, I'm not the asshole. Each and every one of you are the assholes. <laughs> Do you have a do you have a favorite promo or best promo, Rich Mike? I don't know, man. I don't. I mean, I like promos, but I don't ever. I don't put too much thought into them either. So yeah. I'm having a tough time like thinking about it. Like I've enjoyed promos. I've enjoyed you know the Mean Street Posse. You know, uh, Marty Jannetty cuts some promos on Facebook sometimes. Uh, they they're not ever be repeated. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, not even to his cousin Gino. Uh, uh, I, I off the top of my head though, like, I mean, you just kind of think like, what, CM Punk? Like, who gives a shit? Modern wrestling? Fuck no, yeah. not a goddamn yeah. chance. You got, you got to go back. You got to go back a little bit here. Um, so trying to think off the top. I mean, Vince is just always on it. You know, yeah. you know? does it count as a promo when uh, Mean Gene put the mic in front of Macho Man and Macho Man just went crazy for a while? <laughs> that is a promo. That that is yeah. That's Any Macho Man. Do. 
then cream I mean, of the you crop. know, the cream of the crop. Uh, it's probably, probably my Macho favorite. Man just came out to graduation music and made it his own. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about how wild that is. The man I didn't out- know that was graduation music for the longest yeah, time. Yeah, me either. Like, hey, they're coming out to Macho Man music. Yep, yep. <laughs> these kids are like, dope. <laughs> You're thinking, what an odd choice. For, uh... I was like, well, I mean, he's pretty badass. So yeah, that makes pretty sense. badass. You're all a bunch of macho men today. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah, f- favorite promos. Gosh, I, you know, uh, I guess the Undertaker one with Big Show out in the desert. Yeah, nothing with no more gas. It's not really. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not really a promo, and I've mentioned it a million times, but I like that episode. And it, it turns out it's the same episode. I think they do the Jericho reveal uh, with Bob Holly, the big shot Bob Holly, looking for the big show behind the scenes <laughs> yeah. and opening a random door and say, hey, you seen the big show? No. If you see him, tell him the big shot's looking for him. And that's probably my favorite pro wrestling. I, I've been looking at segment. that for years because I love that. Uh, <laughs> I love that when I first saw it. And I'm just like, yeah, he's banging on door. He said it with such confidence and vigor. Yeah. When you brought it up, it wasn't something that was foreign to me. It was just deeply embedded in my memory. I'm like, I knew. You know, you seen the big show? I'm telling the big shots looking for him. Yeah. I'm just like, God damn. Yeah, so that's probably my favorite. Man, Bob Holly was my favorite wrestler in that <laughs> whole era, I think, more than anybody else. Remember when he called Michael Cole a little shit yep. in a WrestleMania post-show? <laughs> yeah, that, that same post-show was... So they had a 12-hour WrestleMania pre-show, essentially, which is mostly just recapping old WrestleManias. But before, in WrestleMania 2000, they had 12 hours beforehand from noon. I remember because I was a dork, and what else am I going to do with my life? Uh, boy, I'm glad things have changed. <laughs> Uh, as I was saying, so they had they were just interviewing wrestlers backstage like at fucking two o'clock, you know, six hours before showtime. And Jackie had a rant and she was just like, you know, you go, you know, you go to a store and, you know, you go, you know, you go to a toy store. You see there's, you know, there's no more. There's no more Stone Cold action figures. There's no more rock action figures. Everybody's pulled them off the shelf. But there's a ton of Jackie figures. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> buying my figures. There's a whole row of Jackie figures. Nobody's buying. Why isn't anybody buying the Jackie figures, huh? And she just went off on that. I don't think she was even booked for that show, to be honest. Uh, WrestleMania 2000. Uh, so they just interviewed her, and I guess I guess that might might have been the fucking shoot. Because I mean, why weren't you buying the Jacqueline Jack specific figures? There. There was a really cool uh, Benoit promo, actually, where he uh, got ambushed and he, he was all bloody and he was just like, I don't have any cool things I say. I don't have any funny <laughs> jokes. He's like, I'm just a wrestler. So I leave you here with my blood and my anger. <laughs> and that's not cool. Also, that might have been the first episode or the same episode where Edge said, oh, he was writing down all of his opponents and he said cm punk your only addiction is competition my only addiction is sex <laughs> which is one of the coolest things anybody's ever said that is that is you know what i was bashing on that, I think that was the same episode because i was just like everyone's fucking killing it tonight <laughs> like guys like soccer being so cool <laughs> Yeah, no, those are some. If I, if I think of any more, I'll, I'll definitely say it. But it's definitely you know, Dusty Rhodes, hard times, definitely. Uh, the one with uh, that one. 
The one with Vader where he calls himself a piece of shit is good too. Yeah. <laughs> After he piece loses of- on Raw and he calls himself a piece of shit. Yeah, I guess just a big fat piece of shit. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> just a big fat piece of shit. I that's, love that one. That's where they probably stole uh, the I'm a broken down piece of meat from. <laughs> yeah, oh, right, right. Uh, you know what? Not a promo, but a uh, British Bulldog before the Royal Rumble. Uh, British Bulldog, why do you think you're going to win the Royal Rumble? Because I'm bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> Just fueled right. by God knows what, going straight, making a beeline, having, you know, just the first thing to come out of his mouth. <laughs> he was right. He was yeah. right. That's God, a bizarre thing to say. Stupid now. Man, all these babies. Undertaker's right. They're all just playing their video games and, <laughs> you know, just tweeting to all their little Instagram followers. Back in his day, they were all trying to shoot each other because they were on so many drugs they couldn't trust each other. <laughs> yeah no Dif- it was a different time a different time mike do you agree yes yes different time okay well then we all agree that no wrestlers ever behaved badly <laughs> frankly this, you want to get the next question yeah this question might be about the undertaker actually uh hey unks love your show thank you uh this is from uh Riggs on twitter here yeah. and uh yeah, he's saying, hey, Unks, love your show. Is there a correlation between retiring from wrestling and being incontinent? Thanks. Well, and this is about The Undertaker, who's, uh, you know, on Twitter now and uh, still still shitting himself. Quite I don't a bit, know I that it's about The Undertaker, because remember, uh, we were just talking about an old broken down piece of meat in the movie The Wrestler. He's at that eyegrass thing, and we see the guy who's got the catheter around his leg who's a retired wrestler. That's full of piss, too. Yeah. Yeah, so he's obviously incontinent as hell. He's pissing. Oh, well, the well, I, was that somebody I mean, else's piss? I don't think at some point he's like, "Hey, Ernie, let me let me share." You know, yeah, like, you got any you space know, in there? It's so embarrassing. I can't fill up my catheter. Can you piss in here so they, the boys think I'm pissing? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what do you think? Is there a correlation between retiring from wrestling and being incontinent? Hmm. Uh, I think so. I mean, you don't know. You don't know what the CT causes. I imagine you knock something around in your brain, and uh, you don't know how to piss and shit yourself, or not shit yourself anymore. And uh, you can't really help it because it's just something that changes in your brain from from being hit so much. You just shit and piss Why all over you, the place. But do you consider yourself a good friend? Yeah, I think so. If if one of your friends say wealth had CTE, would you care for his continence? <laughs> lack thereof? Wait, do you mean would I would I make sure he doesn't shit himself, or would I stop being friends with him because he should have shit? Keep an eye on things, I suppose. <laughs> keep an eye on things. Check in on him. Make sure he hasn't shit himself lately. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I assume so. I mean, I don't, I like, I would, CT is still a mystery. I, I don't know if this is a thing you can keep a, an eye on, really. I don't know. You got to ask that fucking, yeah. that guy, Chris, Chris, whatever, Chris Nowinski. Nowinski. Yeah. Was he was, uh, I used to wrestle with him at Harvard. Uh, <laughs> um, well, Mike, you know, it's funny anybody tries to cancel you when you just said that uh, you w- would keep an eye on your incontinent friend, Wealth. Yes. That's a beautiful. That's a very beautiful statement. That's there. true. I would do it. You know, you would watch. You would watch out for wealth like that. Do you guys have uh, anybody on your Mister Brown? So, you know, let's say Undertaker's being honest here, Reeves. <laughs> then maybe you're wrong. Um, it, do you have a Mister Brown suspect list? Because I got a couple here. 
Well, Can I start off? Yeah. Uh, I got one here, and he uh, he went to a Progress Pro Wrestling show <laughs> in New York City <laughs> many years ago. He called the fire marshal as well, uh, I think. I don't remember. Uh, I don't quite remember. Uh, I'm just going to say allegedly after everything, just in case. <laughs> but uh, he allegedly uh, saw somebody pass out, and then he said, hey, this guy passed out. You know, we got to call the fire marshal. There's too many people in here. It's too hot. And this guy just shit himself, too. And, uh, of course, I'm talking about Fix, who, uh, <laughs> first off, he rats on somebody for passing out and shitting himself. Yeah, and I don't think that person, <laughs> first off, I don't think that person, what, did he check? How did he know that guy shit himself? <laughs> I think Fix shit himself and blamed it on the guy who passed out and then called the fire marshal so nobody would no sh- no- notice his shit-filled pants in the commotion. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. I mean, hey. <laughs> Did he call the fire marshal? I don't remember that story. That's, I mean, allegedly. Show. Was it? it was at one of the uh, bar room wrestling. No, right? no, it, it was the progress show. It oh, was uh, it was, it, it. it was in this weird venue in Queens, and it was like there was no air conditioning, and it was like three hundred degrees. Queens, three hundred degrees, a lot of British wrestling creeps. Yeah, yeah. So, any oh. Mister Brown suspect? <clears throat> I would think. Uh, speaking of those favorite promos, another one that came up thinking about it is the one where uh, X Pac pisses in Jeff Jarrett's boots. So, I would think it would be mm-hmm. like a, a wrestler from around that time period where the Attitude Era. When uh, people are pissing and shitting all over the place, so <laughs> maybe DX, maybe a member of DX. Um, you know, they were oh, yeah. always a ministry enemy. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be like an Al Snow, just like a loose cannon, like Al Snow. Like I never liked the Undertaker. I'm gonna secretly uh, sneak into his house and shit in his pants for him. So uh, yeah, I would I would put somebody on like the mid mid to mid to lower mid card level of the Attitude Era as a suspect of Mister Brown. I I don't disagree with Mike, but I'd like to find out who from that era was ruled against in wrestlers' court. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. It's a good place to start. Ooh. Yeah, so uh, they got to reveal that in uh, in old time WWE. In fact, I don't know. Probably up in they might even still do it with just a new judge, but they had wrestlers' court. So if one wrestler was accused of some sort of transgression, they had a hearing, and then the Undertaker, Judge Undertaker, presiding ruled over it judge poopy pants and that was just allowed and normal <laughs> like normal you'd make them i think most of like now, now to be fair yeah I, I think it was bad and like they reflect on it like like oh haha ha, it was funny like you know you could tell like there's some trauma and i'm being serious <laughs> in, like the way they talk about it and like it wasn't fucking funny for them when it was actually happening and like they reflect on it like it was funny, but it wasn't cool. Like it was whack as fuck. And in the back and of their minds, they're like, I'm gonna break into the Undertaker's house and shit in his pants. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Can there you, you imagine go. how imagine, you know, not that he is with us. Well, who do you think probably got a bad ruling? Like Scotty Two Hotties. Is he still alive? No. Brian, <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Brian Christopher is not with us. Oh, I thought they both died. Okay. Okay. Really? You think they're both gone? I thought so. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, man. Oh. This is about to break my heart. How did you he's a fireman? He's boring as hell. He doesn't do anything cool. Oh. Yeah, Scotty Tuhati's fine. Okay. I bet Scotty Tuhati got a, a bad ruling from a, you know, judge on now he's Now he's shitting in and his now we know that he's a, Now we know he's a fireman, so he's got the means. Mm-hmm. Got the ladder. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's yeah, right. You can get up in that second story. They get out real quick. No one can see him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Warm his way around. Yeah, no, Scotty Jihadi, prime suspect. Yep. Well, so I think we've got an answer. All right. Everyone uh, go find the fire department he works for and harass him. I should ask. He's from shouldn't Maine. His, shouldn't his, they, what are the, the, the things that the uh, firefighter wear? Not the boots, oh. but they have like the overalls that they put on. You guys should have known pretty easily. Yeah. I like firefighter yeah. parties. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, you party like a fireman? <laughs> <laughs> you want to read the next question, Big Guy? Sure thing. I was just delighted about that. Uh, let's see here. All right. This is from the good doctor. Now, Mike, see if you can figure out what this guy's a doctor of. He's, he says it's Dr. Wynn DDS. So you know the first D is for doctor. The yeah. other two DS? I don't know. Anyway. <clears throat> He says, what color on the clear to dark yellow scale was your last piss? I apologize, Rich Mike. Uh, (laughs) It was a pretty good, I don't know. See, I'm I'm able to really look at it because I am am something of a sink pisser at work. (laughs) What? I'm a sink pisser. (laughs) At work. When I got to piss, I got to piss. Dude, you're right. I, I got a fucking piss between. Yeah, first drain is the drain for me, brother. <laughs> first look, it's not. It's not a fucking huge. Uh, I'm not in an office building, and I'm just fucking sink pissing, Rich Mike. Like Come a, on, like in a know? kitchen or something. In a kitchen? What's wrong with you, man? No. <laughs> so no. So the you're you're right you're, you're pissing in the sink the when there's a toilet. What's what? What's your beef, Mike? Why, why don't you just pee in the toilet if you're right near it? <laughs> no, I don't want to touch the handle. That's disgusting. <laughs> so, and first so off, you pay, going you, green. You piss in the sink and do you wash your hands in that sink or you just walk out? I mean, do you want me to be honest or, or do you want to be? Do you want to be able to sleep at night? Like, hey, what do you, what do you, hey, it's your what do show. You You're the one exposing yourself. You're I'm losing not listeners. Anything? I mean, I mean, do I? I didn't. I mean, the better question you should ask, first ask: Do I piss on my hands? Ask me that question. Do you piss on your hands? Absolutely not. Good boy. <laughs> That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. You know what? But 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 to be fair, if I go out dining to like a restaurant or something, I'll let the water run a little bit and have you know peace of mind for everybody around me. Oh, a little charity, huh? For the rubes. <laughs> Yeah, I'll give you peace of mind. You know, if you need the show, if you need the pomp and circumstance, by all means. I mean, that's fine. But I am a sink pisser. You know, like my father before me. <laughs> Man, ankle pisser and sink pisser combined. That's a <laughs> well, that's, that's an ultimate breeze, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you're right. Think of pee in the sink, dude. It's so much quicker. It is so much quicker. I don't have to worry about aim. Okay? You yeah. don't think about that. Yeah, I didn't think about that. that was a good you point. didn't think about that. Okay, yeah. well, there you go. You don't have to, you know? It's You can see if there's something wrong with your piss a little clearer. You know? Get a, yeah. a better look at it. Yeah, it's a slower drainage, so you can catch some if you're like, oh, someone might need to take a look. So, yeah. <laughs> Why are you giving me grief for here? I mean, it was a normal shade. What about you guys? Jeez. Get attacked. Black as night. Yeah, that's pretty dark. Premium black, huh? Yeah. Yep. Damn. Fair enough. 
Fair enough, doctor. Well, I mean, I'm glad we got we got a few more questions. We got about four more, Rich Mike. Okay. Yeah, so, we're so sorry here. We'll get through. So this one is from Ben. He says, how in the blue hell can you think Kong has a chance against Godzilla? <laughs> Godzilla's radioactive. He has atomic breath. He has friends. That's debatable. <laughs> um, what does Kong have? An axe? Unrequited love for a blonde? Give me the nuclear weapon any day of the week. Mike, yeah, where do you stand on uh, Kong versus Godzilla? Uh, well, much like you guys, I hate all of those new Godzilla movies. But unlike you guys, I also hate those King Kong movies. And um, oh, I mean, if Skull I, Island. Yeah, if, if if I had to choose, though, I would always choose Godzilla. But they're they. Do you think they're going to explain why King Kong is all of a sudden the size of Godzilla? You think he's going to because he's really mad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. They got to explain that or it's Godzilla by default. Godzilla all day. Unless they explain oh that he ate like the super serum and became like super Kong or something. Yeah. He, well, he's like Captain America Godzilla. Now he took yeah. the, the secret yeah. juice. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. it is. You know, I mean, there's a lot going, you know, I think a lot of people are going to be surprised by the performance of Kong in this movie. You know, I think there's a lot of preconceived notions. <laughs> I think that, you know, I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, well, what can I say? Just haters out there, Kong haters. And uh, I think you're about to find out that, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a hater or not. You know, you're a primate. Kong's a primate. We're all on the same team. You're going to love it. Mike, who do you think is more capable of doing a, a dropkick, a, a well-like standing dropkick? Oh, I mean, King Kong, obviously. That's not, that's unfair. Well, there, well, that's a big move right there. <laughs> yeah, but only one of them could yeah. breathe fire. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of people say, what's fire to an atomic drop? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess that's yeah, true. These, yeah. It could, I mean, Kong has the more versatility to all the wrestler moves of a Hurricane Rana. Mm-hmm. You know, all, all the big boy moves. You know? You know, Famouser. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see in that movie where they show them together for 27 seconds and then the other two and a half hours are, is family drama. We'll figure out. Now, now hold on just a moment. Hold on. See, see, I'm glad you said that, Mike, because I always like, that was the main criticism of uh, the Godzilla. My favorite Godzilla movie, Godzilla 1998 mm-hmm. uh, with Matthew Broderick um, and Gene Renew. We talked about it a little bit <laughs> off air and uh, that was a good ass movie. I'm not even I'm never changing my mind on that. Uh <laughs> And people are like, oh, you barely see Godzilla. And I was talking to my friend Bob Johnson, like a real Godzilla movie. I mean, you're basically having him. What are you like? You're watching him eat and shit for at least if you want this to be real. If you're big (laughs) on realism here, then you're watching that animal eat and shit and swim (laughs) for a long fucking duration. So, yes, you need the family drama. You need New York's own Hank Azaria, you know, <laughs> the animal, you know, of the Channel 8 News getting the footage of that big old stomp when it crushed that cat. Yeah, you need you need compelling characters, you know, instead of two brainless monsters, man. Come on. I guess. Uh, I mean, Cloverfield did, did a pretty good job. The host did a pretty good job. They just, mm-hmm. they just yeah, Cloverfield was a real story. Yeah. Cloverfield was a real story. Yeah. Yeah, because how else would they have the video camera footage if it wasn't real, Mike? Yep. Well, I guess that's true. Well, there you go. The, yeah. Then, again, reality is better than fiction, once again. Once yeah, again. It's right. like truth is stranger than fiction. Mm-hmm. By the that's way, TJ Miller is still performing at comedy clubs and, <laughs> and just 
it's it makes me very upset. Not because he's still like I mean, yeah, that's because terrible you can't as well. be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm just I, I'm just astounded. It's a pandemic. T.J. Miller just continues to go forward, and he, one of the incentives to go to see T.J. Miller uh, during a fucking pandemic was, was very funny. <laughs> and the chance to get a signed emoji movie hat. <laughs> Whoa! That now, if you good. had an emoji movie hat, would you not wear it if it was a T.J. Miller emoji? <laughs> would you wear the Patrick Stewart emoji? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which emoji is T.J. Miller, but yeah, I would like to play it safe. I would like to yeah. play it safe and have it somebody who's not a creep. <laughs> I mean, one man's creep is another man's. Uh, headliner at the Laugh Factory. <laughs> Good club. I saw something very funny there once. Here's a question from AP. She says, do you like brushing your... Oh, Mike, I'm so sorry about our podcast. She <laughs> says, do you like brushing your teeth or wiping your butt more? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't really like wiping my butt. It stresses mm. me out. Every- yeah. It can go a lot of different ways, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. You go a lot of ways. It it might be a one and done. It might be, you know, its own whole predicament. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. But brushing my teeth, I know what I'm going to get every single time, which is about 15 seconds of boredom. (laughs) Uh, Now, I don't know if I'm going to get criticized for this, but I brush my teeth in the shower. Uh, Yeah, why not? You get everything clean. I I also piss in that shower, Mike. I hope that doesn't upset you. (laughs) I've known some other shower pissers, so I'm desensitized to it, but I still think it's disgusting. Yeah, oh my he go- god! <laughs> he goes in the shower. He stands there. He pulls his pants all the way down, and then he just pisses. I peed in the ocean before. That's the craziest I've ever gotten. Really? Yeah, it was. It was scary. It was still scary. To uh, you've never, you've never pissed like publicly, just like on the street. Oh yeah, that doesn't right. count. That doesn't count. Oh, oh <laughs> that doesn't count. It's a double standard with this guy. <laughs> I like brush. I mean, I don't like. I mean, I'm not thrilled about either of these, but, you know, yeah, I'll brush my teeth, you know. I wish I didn't have to either, honestly. I mean, <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I would I, definitely rather brush my teeth than wipe my ass. Okay. Your likes anything to do with our butts. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Alphabet Pizza, three apples tall, just in case you were wondering. Three apples tall. She lives in a toadstool. Her best friend is a fox that wears a scarf. Hmm. David the Gnome. <laughs> She's David the Gnome. <laughs> that was oh, the, the most Bosley. boring cartoon when I was a kid. That was when it was time to turn the TV off. That show made you fucking realize, hey, you're it, that's that's little Franklin skipping school and uh, <laughs> pretending to be sick, and that's that, that show was punishment. That yeah, was you're like, oh, this is what happens after <laughs> after when I'm in school. You watch David the Gnome and Pinwheel. I guess I'll watch Maya the Bee. I watched Eureka's Castle and uh, uh, the Muppets. That's the worst, man. I don't know. I don't know. It so mad every time. All right. Wheel spinning around. All right. For the next one. Yeah. Good evening, Unks, and a welcome to the Virtual Pro. Oh, this hey, is thanks. classy here. This is uh, Matt, by the way. I don't know if he wants his last name written, but I mean, it's spoken. But, yeah. uh, very cool guy. Uh, he's saying, imagine that you have been given the position of a jobber in the WWF. How do you mm. deal with going in 
losing and collecting your paycheck just to lose again. Talk about a week in the life of, of your jobber career. Regards, Matt. A jobber is a wrestler whose job is to go out there to lose to the big star so that the audience is happy. I'm glad Matt explained that. I, <laughs> I would have honestly been as ignorant to just like not mention that to our non-wrestling. Yeah, been like, you a jobber? Uh, <laughs> you yeah. have a jobber. So jobbers were, I mean, when I was a kid, I always was really into the jobbers more than sometimes the stars. I, I was really curious, you know, oh, what's Iron Mike Sharp going to get up to this time? <laughs> is, is he going to lose? He will. <laughs> so, um, you know, these were, these were big stars, um, you know, but they, like he, he points out, they were making that paper. They were making yeah. money, getting uh, paid to make, you know, Iron Sheik look good. So uh, I don't think I'd be too upset about that. Although I would, uh, you know what I would try to do? I'd go out there, I'd show my heart, I'd show my fighting spirit, and I'd try to get a contract, baby. <laughs> uh, well, I- it seems like you have the, you in this in this scenario, you are signed, but you're losing every week. Oh, okay, you're one of the the lead jobbers. You're like the Barry lead jobbers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're Barry Horowitz. So uh, when. Still- when I was uh, when I was younger, two, uh, one, jobbers were way cooler back then because they were just like they looked like you like your your dad's friends or your dad. They're just like <laughs> they're just like fat guys with mustaches, and I was just like uh, you know you knew right away what their job was <laughs> it was to lose, but that made it a lot cooler. Um, and it makes you know it does. I'm I'm not I don't look like a. Uh, a Cody Rhodes, you know, I, I look more like a, a very, not even Barry Horowitz, like a, oh man, like yeah, a, that's a Jack dude. Yeah. Like a Duke of Dorchester or somebody like that. Like a, da- <laughs> a Dale Wolf. A red Tyler. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, I look like a piece of shit. So that would, that would give me a uh, motivation to be a jobber. I would, I would be happy about it when I was younger though, when I was a kid, uh, one of the towns I lived in wasn't a very nice town at all. It wasn't very wealthy or anything. It was a piece of shit town. And up the street from me lived WWF jobber Mario Mancini, and uh, yeah, and and I was like, I was I was pretty young at the time, like I was like probably seven or eight, but I knew who Mario Mancini was, and I was like, man, I he must be so rich, like why does he live here? This must be like his <laughs> second home, like this must be where he like his parents live or something, because I was like, <laughs> I just could not believe like somebody that was on television like hanging out with a big boss man would uh be poor <laughs> like me so so i i just made up this this thing in my head that this was a a different home for him but no he was just poor too so <laughs> <laughs> yeah look up mario mancini this is what men look like yeah, yeah. this is what yeah. this is the epitome of your dad's friends yeah and you know jobbers are just like hey i'm 160 pounds and i'm a beautiful guy yeah. like okay yeah cool, like that the, a, the aew dark that i mean they have that's basically like a jobber show and it's it's hard to differentiate because you're like all these all these men are still like good looking and in shape like you can't have yes, that oh, if you're no, gonna have they it. all look like main roster talent yeah 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 uh we yeah, need more uh, mario I mancini's what's that i said we need more mario mancini's we know we need so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's definitely a problem there I'm not going to get into it and try to be a uh, you know a Jack Allison of wrestling and trying to <laughs> you know try to stir some feathers, but we definitely need a lot more Mario Mancini's in uh in the world of wrestling. Yeah, all all, all up and down. You know, jacked guys is is kind of tiring. It's on. I'm, I'm being serious. Honestly, it's not a good aesthetic all the time. Like, okay, cool. Like 
you just the jobber is the guy with the identical six pack that <laughs> that that is not a lot smaller than you. And <laughs> it, just lost, got and, it. And in reality, like being that kind of jobber, like the old school one, is probably pretty sweet because like you're just like a dude who <laughs> like gets some some, yeah. some money to be on TV every once in a while. It's pretty sweet. That's chill, and you just like get to show your friends at the bar and yep. just kind of. You know, so like, hey, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> I fought that son of a bitch. You know, you know, a regular Rusty Brooks get yeah. into. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Some people, some people say jumping Jim Grabowski is a little bit of a jumper. Mm. 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 I wouldn't, but yeah, he doesn't like that word. He's actually said it's one of the worst words you could ever say. <laughs> That's his words. I'm not just quoting the man. Hey, I mean, I mean, if he said it, I, you know, I can't deny that he said it. Yeah, he always puts asterisks after it. He refuses to say it. Well, that's that's pretty big of him, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. Don't ever. Yeah, don't ever say that word in front of Jumpin' Jim. Uh, okay. We got to have him back, by the way. I've been meaning to get in contact with him. Well, and, it sounds like he's going to be on Virtual Pros real soon. Maybe <laughs> that's right. Uh, so my life as a jobber, I think I'd fucking eat it up. I think I would love it so much, to be honest. And, you know, well, you know, just like Mike, I, you know, you know, this is a tough pandemic. I was buff the first two months of the pandemic and nobody got to see that. I was in shape, you know, because I was afraid to eat fast food and get, you know, outside things. So, you know, uh, I was in really good shape and uh, nobody got to see that. And it sucks. So I'm not crazy about that. So to get to be a jobber, you know, it's, it's just it's just so much cooler. You get to be hairy, you know. All <laughs> the rest was they can't be hairy no more. They can't That's be hairy, true. you know. You know, you get to you get to wear a satin jacket. You know? Yeah, that is true. That's, that's cool. That's cool as fuck, right there, man. No, I, I I would love I would love to be a jobber. I mean, I, I think my life would be uh pretty all right. It'd be pretty all right there, you know. Man, know. if only we could be so lucky to be jobbers one day. Well, you might get your wish very soon. Uh, yeah, Alex has his way. You're gonna job to the worldwide. Yeah, the only job I'm gonna do for worldwide is I'm gonna get him a job at the school for dumb boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got one final question here. One final question. You want to get that, Uncle Howard? Yeah. So this is from Bert. He says, uh, "Oh, he did a whole a whole vert bag thing here." He hey, says. Very cool. We all know that historically in the New York office, when someone on their roster does not match up with, oh, this body image stuff, when someone in the roster doesn't match up with the body image standards that they want for their TV show, Vince and Kevin Dunn will force them to wear a t-shirt or a ridiculous bodysuit. Will AEW's limits as the cool and woke company be tested when Tony Khan will have to tap Chris Jericho on the back of his shoulder and have that unfortunate conversation about wearing a long sleeve t-shirt or light up bodysuit if he keeps on his current Greg the Hammer Valentine trajectory? <laughs> Cheers, Bert at Oh Boy Overt, aka I. Uncle, oh yeah, Uncle Ronald Simmons. I had to remember which uncle you can't talk about. Aka Uncle Ronald Simmons, aka TJ Piss, aka Austin Aries Promise Ring, aka Bailey's feet pick is burned in my brain. <laughs> this is a good this is a really good question. <laughs> Sorry. So Recently, uh, as you t- spoke about on Virtual Pros, Mike, uh, NBA Twitter just fucking had a fucking ball <laughs> yeah. watching Chris Jericho on TV. 
<laughs> oh, they just dunked on the man relentlessly. Like, and you know, Tony Khan was just like, or whoever's in charge is like, this is going to be great because they're going to see somebody they remember. <laughs> and it didn't go that way. So let's go around here. Uh, Uncle Howard, what are your, what are your thoughts here? What do you, uh, what do you think is going to happen here? I don't think Chris Jericho. I don't think Chris Jericho needs to change anything. I think he's right on on the money on uh, his opinions. I think he's right on on the money in the way it looks, and I think he's right on in the money in the way he's making money. You know, that's all I care about when the wrestling business. A lot of people, you know, they say, "Oh, I want to see good matches." I want these guys to make money. Well, that's beautifully said, <laughs> Rich Mike. I like that. Uh, obviously, that Chris Jericho knows people is calling him fat, especially. Non wrestling fans, which probably hurts more because you're out, then you're outside of the bubble of wrestling fans where you're like, oh, normal people also think I'm fat. Uh, but he still takes those pictures <laughs> on Instagram, like those topless pictures. And I, I think I have the app that he has that makes it look like he has, has abs because <laughs> he's not fooling anybody because it's like you have the abs in the picture, but then you're on TV and you're, you don't have them anymore. They just somehow disappear. So, well, that's because the camera adds. 10 oh pounds. yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Chris Jericho always says he he he's not he doesn't get bothered by the internet, but I think he's he's lying for one. I think he gets bothered. Um, I think he's capable of maybe losing the weight. I think he might have a little glug glug drinking problem, and that's what what's causing the weight, but the bloat. So uh, I think if it gets too bad, if he ever gets that T-shirt talk, that he'll he'll whip into shape and. Probably get on a lot of steroids and just uh, show us all up. He's an older guy, so he's losing his speed. So he's got to put on mass to keep up with the young guys. But I think, yeah, you know, maybe Tony should Tony Khan should should give him the T-shirt talk to to whip him into shape. I think it would help him out. Yeah, I I, uh, now here's my thing: Um, if Chris Jericho didn't care, we wouldn't care. That's the (laughs) thing. He cares so much. That it's just like, and he's trying to be like, I don't give a shit, but like, and then taking these photos, like, this is like the sorriest fucking shit, man. <laughs> this is the sorry. If he didn't care, like, we, you know, okay, you call him, okay, like, you know, we'd still call him fat, whatever, on occasion, maybe like, just because he was really buff at one point, but at, at a certain point, we would stop giving a shit because, yeah. like, okay, well, obviously, you know, you're not getting it. Like, this guy cares so goddamn much. I just could when NBA Twitter went off on him. He retweeted everything positive about him. He's just like, like yeah, Jericho looks great. He hasn't missed a beat. Like this retweeting shit that might be from his fucking Socko account. I don't know. So like, if he didn't give a shit, like, then this we wouldn't be having this discussion. Like, I, I mean, the guy looks fine. In my, in my honest to god opinion, I think the guy looks fine. He still yeah. works. Who gives a shit? Uh, it's just the fact that he's such, yeah, uh, you know, that he's you know fucking a dumbass conservative and. He cares so very much that it's very fucking embarrassing. Yeah. So, uh, how would you guys have the conversation with him? Say you're Tony Khan, you have to sit down with him. What are you going to say to him? I mean, I, I, I would hope that wrestling is just like acting and modeling or something, where your your higher ups are can be pretty frank with you and be like, "Hey, you're a fat well, piece of shit. You could, you know, you gotta you gotta lose weight, or we're taking you off TV." What if, what if you think that and you go up to Chris Jericho and say, hey, Jericho, you know, uh, you know, just curious, can you get a little more cardio in? And then his uh, his eyes well up with tears. 
<laughs> Very possible, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. He's been in the business for a long time, so he's probably seen a few people get. Yeah, he's the, never get heard that sort of disrespect before. <laughs> he said, "All this time I've been in the business, I've been you know east to west, I've wrestled in Japan, Mexico, grandest stage of them all. No one's ever hurt me like you just did." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he, he needs to retire then he can't he's too sensitive for the business <laughs> oh well you know maybe the business has changed maybe i have <laughs> i don't want to be a part of it anymore <laughs> mike i want to call you out for not for not saying there's no money that you wouldn't go on the cruise <laughs> No you way. You go on the Jericho cruise. Would, okay, no, but seriously. Say okay, say fine. If money won't entice you, I have a gun to your head and now you have to go on the fucking cruise. I mean, I would well, go if it was if <laughs> you know, in some situation like that. But even if somebody Life was or death. Even if somebody was like, "Listen, I have free whatever VIP tickets. Uh, all you have to do is fly out here." I'd be like, eh, "I don't know." So, fine, I pay for your flight. I pay for your flight. Then, you know, I guess I would have to go, but it's not like it's something I'd be looking forward to. <laughs> so you admit that if someone paid for you and also would murder you, if you did, <laughs> you would do Yeah, it. if somebody was like, I'm going to murder you if you don't get on this, this boat for five <laughs> days or whatever, I'd probably get on wow. it, but I wouldn't like it. So much for your integrity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it'd be a fun time. I think it'd be. Have I, you, honestly, have I, you guys I ever think... been on a cruise before? Oh, no, they look terrible. <laughs> yeah, I was on a cruise when I was a kid. It was all right, but I don't think I'd, you know. How, like, how old as a kid? Like, 15 or like 8? Um, I was 12, I believe. It was oh, right through, in the middle. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Split the difference, pal. <laughs> so were you, were you just like too horned up and you're just like, ah, and like looking at ladies no, in bikinis? No, I was like the only young person at oh, all. God. I mean, oh. even my mom was younger than I think pretty much everyone else. <laughs> oh, like my, my mom was the second youngest person on <laughs> Oh my god, this sounds terrible. <laughs> What'd you do on it? Just like I mean, it, there was a, it was through the Panama Canal. So um, we went to this one. <laughs> we went to the um, you know there were different stops, and one of them was a uh, on the Virgin Islands where you could go and get on a little bus, and they would take you to go snorkel with the stingrays. There was this big, uh, you know, beach where there were a bunch of stingrays and they all swam around. And some old person got stung by the stingray and then they had a heart attack and they had to get oh taken God. off on one of the boats. So then we had to go back on a boat with like three times as many people on it. Holy the shit. Heart attack boat had to take the lady away. <laughs> oh my what God. The <laughs> they were fine. That's terrible, my God. Oh. I guess the but the thing I guess back <laughs> the then were way too much too. They're really they're huge. They're like eight feet from like all the way you know, they're just like huge circles that kind of swim and you go in the water with a squid to feed them and then they just know as soon as people get in the water they're trained that they just know people are going to feed them and this huge stingray just swam up my entire body and oh. wrapped its <laughs> wings around me and I just rolled up this huge fish and I just remember it being like so like not even slimy because you're just underwater it's hard to tell but it was just like so soft and slick and I just was like I'm just this creature is enormous and it's just like enveloped me <laughs> holy shit <laughs> sounds horrible it was pretty good. <laughs> All right. So you can find us on patreon.com slash uncle to uncle. 
Uh, Rich Mike, where can they find you? Hey, I do virtual pros, which you can find in, pod, in podcast places. Virtual pros. I also do another podcast called Border Boss, which if you're not into wrestling, because virtual pros is about wrestling. Border Boss is more, we, we do a music segment and we do kind of like a fast food kind of lifestyle segment. Not just always fast food. It's 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 a fun time. Look up Border Boss. If you're not in any of that, if, well, if you're into wrestling, but not wrestling podcasts, I also do another thing called Pain Pigs. Usually every Monday on Twitch at VRTL Pros. Um, Mondays at 9 o'clock Eastern. It's uh, kind of like a weird mixtape of obscure wrestling, wacky wrestling, uh, brutal wrestling. It's just a, it's a, it's a good time. And also, yeah, you could follow Virtual Pros, which is me and, and uh, my other partner, Al. We, we share both accounts at VRTL Pros on Instagram and Twitter. And Virtual Pros is, I believe, speaking for Franklin and myself, our collective favorite podcast. Lately at mm-hmm. night, uh, when I can't go to sleep, I just look at uh, the Virtual Pros playlist on YouTube and watch uh, some Japanese guys kicking each other in the head <laughs> for real, even though it's a fake wrestling match. Yeah. So. Your podcast is fantastic, Mario. Hey, uh, I mean, uh, Virtual Pros, I, I haven't heard of uh, yeah, there's the but I love Virtual Pros. Uh, and Pain Picks is a, is a really good Twitch show as well. I think it's definitely there's better than anything on fucking Mondays, yep. Wednesdays, or Fridays, man. Just straight up great playlist, good variety as well. I, I have to say, definitely some fucking weird shit. So even yeah. like you know WWE spends a lot of time trying to appeal to like the fucking non fans. This almost has more appeal to non fans because this is very very uh, bizarre wrestling. They're British yeah. Bulldog style. <laughs> yes. uh, I need to get that British bizarre. Bulldog promo for the intro to Paint Pigs at some point now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's everything anybody has to say. Franklin, why don't you do our world famous sign out? Yeah, I'll do our world famous sign off because I'm bizarre. <laughs> uh, don't hang up, guys. I have to. You have to wait for the thing to upload. So hold on a second. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. gonna hit stop recording. Don't you tell me what yeah. to do? <laughs> okay, I'm hitting stop. Uh.